We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So let's move on to some super chats, fellas, because we actually got some of those today. We showed one from John A1 earlier today. John A1 also had another one. He said Notre Dame ran 57 offensive plays today. How does that project for plays per game for the remainder of the season? John, I don't I don't know if they're this efficient all year. I, I think that's going to be a, a, a pretty good number, but I, I don't know that 57 is what I would necessarily say is 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 going to be the new norm because they didn't have to run a lot of plays, not because of the clock as much, guys, mm-hmm. but more so because of how just how efficient they were. Like I pointed out that one drive where they, they went, what was it? 79 yards and four plays. And you're, you know, just didn't get even, didn't even get to a second down. That doesn't have anything to do with the clock. That has to do with, that's really freaking efficient when you, when you look at the performance. So I think that had more to do with it than, than necessarily the the clock. I think that probably hurt Navy a little bit more than, than it did Notre Dame. Uh, today but I I think that was if they're this efficient I mean yeah they didn't run a lot of plays because they had 27 first downs they ran 57 plays almost half of their plays went for first downs think about that that might be the craziest stat I've heard today that's yeah that's that is in third here's you're gonna love this one right 13 rushing 13 passing one penalty like to call call that balance balance, baby it's what we call balance Yes, yes balance that's the key word yeah, that was impressive. I mean, that yeah. was about as efficient of a day as you're going to see. It is, I mean, 57 plays, 444 yards of offense is what they had, 7.8 yards per play. Again, it's Navy, but if this is even close to what we see the rest of the year, this offense is going to be really good. Yeah. Yep. I mean, 42 points on 44 yards. You had, 42, you had 57 plays and 42 points. And did they have any short fields? I don't think that they did. I thought all their drives – see, that uh, their scoring drives were 81, 63, 78, 80, 63, 60. That's what Notre Dame's scoring drives were. Oh, okay. Their shortest drive was 60 yards. I thought they got yeah, the they ball to 35 like, one time. They missed the field goal. The oh, is that what the, the, 
Okay. Yes. The field goal drive. They got the ball at like the 37. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And they missed a the field <laughs> yeah. goal on that drive. Okay. So you yep. need to start on the other side of the field is what you're saying for Notre Dame to be a good offense. Got it. <laughs> they more room. <laughs> no more short fields. They're the yeah. Steph Curry of uh, yeah. football. They need yeah. to be yeah. shooting from distance. Right. right. You know. Too close. It's too close. Too close. But but just the, the, those those efficiency numbers, guys. You just look at them. You're like, that's just not. That's just not. Yeah, that's not where it's supposed to be. I mean, you just you just don't expect to see that in a in a game. I mean, that's a really high level of efficiency. Fifty seven plays and forty two points. Like that's. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take that. Like you know, they scored forty four points against Boston College last year and had sixty three plays. They scored 41 points against Syracuse, had 75 plays, and that included some yeah. short fields. They scored 44 points against UNLV, had 77, 75 plays. They scored 45 points against North Carolina, had 85 plays. So way more plays. Yeah, that's efficient. Way more plays. The, the last time I saw them this efficient was in 2021. They scored 55 points against Georgia Tech on 59 plays, but they had two defensive touchdowns in that game, if you remember correctly. So it's really 41. So it's very similar to this number, 41 yeah. on 59. Right? Cuz they had remember that was Myron had the long touchdown and then Kaiser had a had a, a touchdown INT for 6 in that game as well. So uh very impressive all-around performance by Notre Dame. Very impressive performance. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. 
download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. Fighting Irish fan 91, Newberry equals our new Dino Baber sad. I don't I don't know what that means. So is, is, is Dino notorious for being a great offensive guy, but not doing well against the Irish? Is that what they're or trying to say? Or maybe not doing well know. as a head coach, perhaps? I'm not quite I, I don't know I why mean, who our is. If you're a Notre Dame fan, I don't know who our is or why right. it's sad. I'm and just it's his all first types game. of throwing. It's his first game first as a head coach. Like, but I'm just I don't understand. Like, first of all, you guys name wrong. Our our new Dino Baber. I don't get that. It's Dino Baber's. Yeah, Dino was never ours. Right. And then why would that be like, so if you're saying, well, you know, Dino was a great offensive coordinator, but Notre Dame has pretty much dominated him. Like, why is that sad? Unless it's the saddest sarcasm could be sad. Like, Oh, sad for you. I don't know. I'm a little thrown off. So we're just going to move on to the next one. LA Adams says that was fun. Love the look and feel of the offense. I do think we owe a bit of gratitude to the previous OC. So thanks Tommy Reese for leaving. Go Irish. I was wondering where he's going. Wow. Wow. Um, David Hess. Hey, you know what? I, 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 you know, since everybody's kind of saying that, let's not forget a lot of the talented young players that were right. playing today yeah. were guys that Tommy Reese recruited. Or Including recruit, so. Sam Hartman, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Just, so just, throwing just it out there. throw that out there <laughs> to you guys. Tommy uh, Reese walks and Jared Parker can run, boys. Right. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it, 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 it's okay for us to be excited about what Jared Parker did without trying to trying to kick other people down. So David Hess was a super chat. So what's – so that's what a real quarterback can do for us. Been a while, onward Notre Dame. I mean, I've heard that Vince so many times today from I, people. It's like amazing. And Jer- Jason Garrett saying it, like, you know, but like we kind of have seen this. I mean, when 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 they could protect, I I still say this. If Jack Kaiser, part of the reason we said last year was, man, if only Jack Kaiser could come back because in 2022 they had a competent offensive line that could have protected Jack Kaiser, which they didn't often have in 2021. Jack Cohn. You say Jack Kaiser, Jack Cohn. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's would probably be a pretty good quarterback. It's the same yeah. as good high school quarterback. Really good high school quarterback. He, he could have done Jack maybe some favors Cone. today. Like Deshaun but... Kaiser, maybe Jack Cohn. Uh, <laughs> just watching, I was watching that play where Jaden Mickey came up and just blew up the pitch. But uh, you know, Jack Cohn was a guy that to me, if he would have had a better offensive line, could have been really, really good for Notre Dame. But again, it just kind of leads to the fact that, but he couldn't do some of the things that Sam Hartman did today from an escapability standpoint. That just wasn't really Jack's game, at least not consistently. Yeah. But it does go to show that when Notre Dame has a, a an offensive line that's legit and a quarterback that's legit, that's the combination we haven't seen a lot of. We've seen some yeah. years where the offensive line, where the quarterback was pretty talented, mm-hmm. but the offensive line wasn't as good. And uh, this this team has that because twenty twenty one, you know, Jack Cohn had some great moments, but when he got let down, it's usually because the offensive line couldn't and the run game was terrible. Yeah, today was a, an incredibly balanced performance. From, from yes, it was. Sam, Sam is going to to steal my heart, man. All right, my, oh, so after yeah. the game, he, he's doing an interview, and it looked like he yeah. like his hair like what she goes. He, my wife goes. It doesn't even look like he played a football game. <laughs> I don't know just if he like bl- taking a comb, like combed it or something before the interview, but like this is blowing in the wind. It was yeah, you it was know. Hilarious. I love. I I do love the fact that he thinks that there's a king of Ireland. That was. Did he say that? Yeah. Oh no, did he? Where he got the oh, no. where he got the shillelagh? He's like, I think we got it from the King of Ireland or something like. Yeah. I was like, oh no, <laughs> no. Yeah, they used to have a. They used to have a. Uh, um, a uh, they, they used to have that, right? So <laughs> it 
was just it was just funny. He was on the spot. They asked him where he got the shillelagh yeah. from, and you know, but yeah, that was Sandy. <laughs> that's yeah, the one thing he did wrong today. You know, King of Dublin yeah. apparently said that's funny. Yeah, really all good. Uh, King of Dublin. Yeah. Caleb Collins does not like the new clock rule. Says it's garbage. I don't. I don't necessarily love it either. The game got over really fast, and I it did. It did. again. If you love football, why do you want less of it? I don't. I'll just never <laughs> understand that. I love football. Tickets but are more expensive than too ever. Much Major League Let's Baseball. Let's have less apparently. of it. Exactly. It's for safety, Brian. It was for <laughs> safety. That's what they told <laughs> me. They told me it was it's for the safety. safety of our advertisers. Yeah, That's exactly. Our games are going so we, over. We could yeah. fit the game into a window. Tyler Evans, Jaden Greathouse, three catches, sixty-eight yards, two touchdowns. Thank you, Jaden Tyler, for your uh, for your super chat. Appreciate that. Yeah. Fort no Wayne Irish says, <laughs> Coach. Marcus Freeman and Jared Parker said we're going to be multiple by all accounts. That's what we got. This offense will be a blast to watch this year. Yep. Very much. Try to tell everybody it's going to be multiple and it's going to be fun. Hope you guys are right. Greg Lismo with Super Chat. Thank you, Greg. This offense will be electric and fun to watch. Hartman was legit 100. Uh, thanks, IB, for all you guys do. Go Irish. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, Thank it you, was Greg. Um, yeah, man. Appreciate you. It was a fun. It really was. It just just the calm, right? Like that's the thing. Yeah. It's just the calm. Just the, just there just never seemed to be any panic, you know, just getting the ball where needed to go to. There weren't any like, oh my gosh, like what? Like there wasn't a throw he made today where like, oh my Lord, like I've never seen a quarterback made. It's just, dude, just do just, your job. Just get the ball where it needs to go. Get it on time. Yeah. Let the let the guys eat. And he did that today, right? Yeah. I mean, the best play he made was the scramble touchdown to Jaden Greathouse. Like that was the best play he made. The other yep. stuff was just, dude, getting the ball where it's supposed just to go. Going through the progressions. And, and I'm not saying that to take away what he – like to me, that's what I want to see from a quarterback. I don't need you to yeah. – you know, like the Caleb Williams Superman stuff works sometimes, but we saw sure. that last year working at Notre Dame, but the next week Utah took that away and USC could do nothing in that yeah. game, right? I mean, you, you need to be able to have this. And then occasionally if the quarterback's going to go make some plays, and he can go make some plays, which he did. But, man, just – you got all these dudes just – you know, that's that's another thing too, guys. I never felt at any point in time that he was looking for someone. You know, like, oh shoot, I'm looking for someone. It was always just like, hey, where's the read? Where's the, where's the, where's the ball supposed to go? I think the box score shows that again. Nine yeah. guys that caught a pass today, like that shows. Yeah. It. I mean, by the way, we didn't talk about this, but that catch by Audrey Guestimate was pretty dang yes. sick, man. Oh, the one hand that was grab. Catch, man. I'm sick. Yeah, yeah. Josh Phillips says defense held Navy to 128 yards rushing dominance. Yeah, it was a it was a heck of a performance. It really was. I mean, this was actually because if you look at uh, what Navy did against Notre Dame two years ago, uh, Marcus Freeman had a great performance against Navy two years ago. We kind of forget that Notre Dame held Navy to 184 yards, 3.2 yards per carry. Uh, today they had 169 3 or 3.2 yards per play. Today. They were at 169 yards of offense and 3.1 yards per play. And that was with having the whole offseason to get ready for the Notre Dame defense. Navy yeah. had a lot better idea of what Notre Dame was going to do than Notre Dame had what Navy was going to do. And that that ha- that context has to also be taken into account, in my opinion, when you talk about the performance of Notre Dame defense. Like, I just never felt like Al Golden panicked today. Like, when mm-hmm. they were throwing different wrinkles, there was no panics. Like, guys, don't worry about all that. It's not just Al Golden not panicking, but his players didn't panic because it was more like, I don't care how they line up. This is your job. Do your yeah. job. Yeah. Right. They can line up however they want to line up. They can do all the split backs and they go shotgun. Doesn't matter. You've got the quarterback. You've got the pitch guy. You've got the fullback. Right. Just do your job. 
Yep. And for the most part, they did it. It was great preparation, guys. I mean, great preparation for this game. And now you're going to move past and you don't have to worry about the option anymore. Just, just beautiful. I know it's off your back now. You don't have to very, very beautiful anymore. Brandon Plensner says, what is your overall impression of the guard play? This came out obviously before the show started Uh, guys. I I, actually was early before. So talking about the line. I, I, we, we talked about it, but was that, that was my biggest concern, honestly, coming into the season was the guard play. Mm -hmm. I said something in the show yesterday, I think it was yesterday's show. No, it was actually in our Thursday prediction show, right? I said, the biggest question I have on offense is the offensive line. And it wasn't, some people took that as like, I'm, I'm concerned about the offensive line. And it wasn't so much that I was concerned about. I'm just a little concerned about it, you know, because you know, of some who the some of the, the starter at left guard and just the uncertainty, Zeke coming back from the injury and all that. And but it was more about just the unknown because we'd never yeah. really seen Rocco and Pat Coogan do anything. I mean, they'd never played a meaningful down of football. I think they both are in the single digits in career plays in their career. It was the unknown. Well, we have seen them play now, and I thought they I mean they didn't just hold their own guys. Right. Ryan, I think you were right. At times Rocco was dominant. Yeah. And and Pat was good. He wasn't just just getting away and don't screw anything up. I mean, he was good. He was solid. He he did uh, did some good things. Uh, that was that was impressive to me. Like uh, yeah. again, one game they got to do it again in two weeks, especially against NC State. But that was a really good first first step for those yeah. guys. As a tandem, I would say they were very good. And again, I think the best of Rocco was dominant at times in this football game. Like, yeah, it was, we really never nice saw step. the guards move people last year. Like they did in this game. Uh, Rocco got more movement today by himself. And I think most, most games last year of any of the guards as a pairing. Yes, I would agree. 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 Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. I've been trying to tell y'all great house. My fellow Texas Texan ain't no joke. Glad I got to watch a game with my dad. I'm intoxicated, but I still might be okay. Thank, Charlie, what do, you, what do you mean you've been telling us? What does that mean, you, man? Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, because Ryan's <laughs> never talked about how much he loves Jaden Greathouse. Ever. Yeah. I'm glad you got I, a chance I know, to I know everyone thinks that Salty like the mayor of Jaden Greathouse right. land, but I was there first. I just want to put yeah. that out there, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ryan always got always to gotta steal Salty's thunder, man. Yeah, it's yeah. mean. Hey, got a super – salty somehow man that's right that's right got a super sticker from randy hernandez haven't seen you in a while randy thank you man glad to have you back on the show and thank you for the super chat buddy appreciate you uh michael s how do you think the o-line played better or worse than expected so we've talked about how we thought they played let's answer the second part of michael's question guys vince and i'll start with you and then ryan i'll go to you we can both answer it because you had the same answer it's fine but i want to get both of your thoughts Vince, did they play better than you expected? Worse than you expected? You can talk big picture. You can talk run game versus pass game. Yeah. Maybe you thought they were going to do well in one, but not the other. Just overall thoughts, Ryan or Vince. How do you think that they performed compared to your expectations coming into the game? So I want to. I will preface this with I want to watch the film back for upon further review. We'll talk more about the offensive line specifically because I tend to. I'm like a. I, I watch the skill guys and the ball and all that. I I do. So, but here's what I saw. I saw massive running lanes. I saw a clean pocket for the quarterback the vast majority of the game. And they played better than I thought. I the, for me, the jury was still out on the, you know, the Pat Coogan thing. The, you know, I think Rocco earned his spot and I think that's great, but I was worried about consistency with Rocco because, you know, we knew that he was a beast, but I I was worried about consistency, right? Well, we knew he so, was in high school, right? 
Right. And to his credit, he went on and earned that spot and he proved why he earned that spot today. Like from what I saw, they played better than I anticipated. I thought there were going to be a few more bumps in the road in game one, especially with the way Navy wants to play. Yes. I mean, just based on last year with the blitzes and the zero covers and, movement and yes. all that stuff, right? It's designed to confuse guys. And both of the guards are young and they're young in age and they're also young in experience, right? And so I, I expected to see more misses, to be honest yeah. with you, than I saw. Now I want to go back and watch it, but from the, the live viewing, they played better than I thought they were going to. Ryan, what was the phrase that you used about the Navy defense when I asked you uh, to just explain what makes them so good defending the run? What was the, what was the uh, phrase or, you used? Organized chaos. Organized yes, chaos. yes. Yeah. That's the thing is they don't just line up and blitz. They 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 pre-snap stunt. They do all types of stuff. It's not just blitzing. It's all the movement. And to your point, Vince, yes, they handled it very well. Ryan, what, what? How about you? What? How would you say the offensive line performed relative to what your expectations were coming into the game? I, I think that the offensive tackles lived up to exactly what I thought they were going to be coming into this game. I mean, again, I think that Joe Walsh, just off of impulse here, is that I thought that Joe Walsh played fantastic. And I thought that Blake Fisher played very well as well, and I thought that Zeke Carell was was just as consistently good football player that we saw at the end of last year. The guard position was one that I had certain question marks in, obviously, but I thought Rocco was going to play a pretty good game. He exceeded my expectations, to be honest, just from an individual mm -hmm. perspective. I thought he looked fantastic. And Pat Coogan really exceeded my expectations. Like, I didn't know what to expect from him, but I wasn't obviously high on what he would potentially do. But I thought he was he was solid to good throughout the entire game, in my opinion, right? So I think as a collective, the offensive line was very good. But I think that it was very good, not because the two tackles in the center bolstered it up, right? Pulled it up. It was very good because across the board, everyone was good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it was just a collectively good unit, which was great to see. You, your, 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 the comment you made, Ryan, it was master. He was Brian Newberry was the master of chaos. Oh, that's what. It that's was, what yeah. you said. Yeah. And the guards handled it very well, and that led to some of my angst about the guards was two guys yep. that have never really played yep. going against this particular defense. It concerned first, me. First, right out of the gate. And they handled it tremendously well. And, and pro we haven't said this, but props to Joe Rudolph, too. What was our question? Could he build on what Coach Eastan established last year? For at least one game, certainly did. Yes. Certainly did. Against a team that Notre Dame in November of last year got whipped by up front so and schematically so very 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 good day michael burke with a super chat now hey hold on a second man what what now last year michael you do your scores what what happened you didn't want to do 40 through 30 or maybe he didn't want to do four dollars and 23 cents maybe that's what it was oh, so he yeah. went more so we appreciate you michael so thanks ib day in day out you guys are consistently yourselves got us sanely through the offseason greatly appreciate your hard work go irish you are welcome and we love to do it because it's it's also cathartic for us as well there's no doubt about it. Yes, sir. Mace AK over under of 15 on IB members who said salty after each great house touchdown. It better been more than that. <laughs> right? I mean, it better been more. I'm taking the over, Mace. I'm taking the over. I, I texted Brian during the show after Great House's first touchdown. I said, somewhere salty is smiling. Yes. <laughs> yes. <that's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> 
Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Clayton Cassie with Super Chat. Thank you, Clayton. And thanks for all of your hard work, guys, and money towards the CFBA playoff tickets. I love the optimism. Oh. One game and we're in the playoff. I dig Let's it. Let's go. I dig it. Go Irish. See Irish Nation next week in the Bend. Safe travels heading heading here next week, buddy. Hopefully we see you uh, tomorrow night and then Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. We've got a lot of shows coming up here, man. Chris Federico, Super Chat. Thank you, Chris. Hartman gets the ball out one to two seconds faster than Cone, Pine and Cone, et cetera. Uh, uh, well, not Jack. I mean, I think Jack got the ball out pretty quickly. I mean, go yeah. watch the – hey, guys, let's let's not forget what Jack Cone did his first game at Notre Dame either when he threw for 366 and like four touchdowns against Florida State, right? Yes. So, but but yes, now, now, it's, now here's the key for Sam. He needs to build on – this performance where Jack kind of took a couple steps back against like Toledo and, you know, next couple weeks because the offensive line struggled. It's now building on this performance. You know, what we forgot to do guys during the, um, during the, uh, uh, the, the earlier part of the show, we forgot to do game balls for defense. So who gets your game ball for defense? We did forget to do that. We said, we all did Hartman on offense. Who gets your game, get your game ball on defense. Maris would be mine just because I think that the expectations were low on Maris Lloydville coming into the year. I thought he played a fantastic game. Honorable mention, an underrated player that I talked about early on, but I think Jordan Patel had a fantastic football game as well. But I'll give it to Maris this week. How about you, Vince? I'm going JD. I think you know, not, while he, he didn't necessarily show up on the stat column, he was the clear leader of that defense, getting everybody where they needed to go. I mean, he's he's the alpha out there. It's JD for me. I think all I think all three of those guys are great options. Uh, if I could cheat, I'd say if I could give the game ball to the linebackers. Cool. I mean, look for all the crap they took the last couple, you know, last year, and rightfully so, their play warranted it to a degree. I think that sometimes we, as a fan base, ignored that they got better in the second half of the year. But th- this is a game where your linebackers have to play well, and I yep. thought as a unit they did, they did very well. I thought they did very well. Agree. Michael S. with another super chat. Thank you, Michael. He says, last Navy drive, was that all second-team defense? I mean, there might have been some guys that worked in in the rotation early that were playing, but it was like I saw Christian Grand there. We saw Thomas Harper in there who didn't play a whole lot this game because he's a nickel and they didn't really play nickel. I saw backup linebackers in there. I mean, there might have been a guy here, a guy there, but at that point in time, I was kind of – actually, I'm going to go see if I can find that series uh, here real quick and see if I can find some of the guys that were out there. On that series, give me one second here, fellas. So it's forty-two to nothing. So they're driving. So like, yeah, I'm looking at it here. It's like Jaden Mickey at corner. He's in the rotation. You know, I see Javante Jean Baptiste. He was the number two guy. I see Christian Gray. Uh, I think I see Donovan Heinish in there. I mean, Maris was in there, right? So they had a couple guys. But some of that is because they probably didn't want to like burn game one red shirt. You know, game one yeah. action for like some of the linebackers in case they maybe want to. Still redshirt them, but you know, Jalen. They, they did in the there. same thing on offense. Like they put Steve Angeli yeah. in, but there were still some first teamers that yeah. were still in there. And such, but it was so. your twos. I mean, there's right. no, there's no Riley Mills, there's no Howard Cross, there's no Benjamin Morrison, there's no Cam Hart, no Xavier Watts, no JD Bertrand, no Jack Kaiser. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was primarily primarily that group. Jordan Bidejo also wasn't on the field then. Uh, Charlie Weiss, the last belt loop. Thank God for Parker. Reese would have been uh, battling until the fourth. This team is legit. Hartman is t- uh, taking skulls. Nindy is no joke. Love some IB. Go Irish. Again, I, guys, can we just yeah. enjoy how good Jared Parker was today? Let's not forget right. that last year, Notre Dame scored 35 on Navy in the first half. So, Amen. you know, yeah, did a bad job in the second half. This year, staff did a way better job. 
I mean, and and to Jared Parker's that? Jared Parker's credit, he also had Sam Hartman calling the shots. Like, right. I mean, look Definitely again, helps. not taking anything away from Jared Parks. I think his game plan was perfect right. for this. But he all, I mean, he's got different tools to work I'm with. I'm not trying to take away what Jared Parker did today. I mean, the old line that had nothing to do with yeah. Sam Hartman. That was the yep. staff getting him ready to go. But yep. it's like we can just enjoy it, right? I mean, yes. can't we just do that a little bit? I mean, hey, the whole game Charlie, I'm listening Charlie, to them. I'm, the whole game I'm listening to them. sometimes, though, man. So nah, let I guess be he's got to say here, it. Right? Let it be yeah, positive. true. But there's, the whole game I'm listening to there, every baby. time. Every time Sam Hartman comes, he just passed so-and-so on the all-time list. He just passed so-and-so on the all-time list. He just passed so I mean, we heard that how many times during the game, We're right? All year. All year. Well, Drew Pine's like, hey, Drew Pine, first time he's ever completed 10 passes. In it. You know what I mean? It's just like, can we just like, can we just enjoy the, the game? Uh, Charlie Weiss, the last bell loop. Yo, just want to say this recruits better realize you will get the ball at Notre Dame if you're a stud like Great House. Mr. Vince, we know your son would have landed. Uh, would have hit the field goal. <laughs> he was standing right next to me when they kicked that. He's like, when they they're like, oh, he's gonna try a long field goal, forty-one yards. He go, he looks at me, he goes, forty-one yards. He goes, that's not long. <laughs> and then, the, and then he, of course, then he missed it. He's like, yeah. I'd have hit that. Well, he missed it way <laughs> high. I mean, the it, distance yes. was not the problem for Spencer. <laughs> no. no, it was. Yeah. It's just, I'm glad my kid's as cocky as he is because I don't know yeah. if he can back it up, but I, I love yeah. the confidence. Yeah, Mark Coughlin got it. Got to get some negativity in here. He says the over underestimate fumble. Sadly, is <laughs> off to a bad start. Hey, I don't. I'm not just joking with Mark. That's not negative. I mean, that's the reality. Aldrick yeah. cannot do that. You can't, can't put be in the, the ball arm. But here's the other thing, though, too, guys. That, that the encouraging thing is you can make that statement to him and say, "Okay, why don't you go ahead and sit over by me for a little bit." And yeah. think about what you did because you can throw out there Jabron Payne and Darren Price and Jeremiah Love yes. and Devin Ford and say hey, we're still okay. Oh, you know, great. I mean, that's that's the key. That's where you want to be, and that's um that's a great place to be. But you know, he look he he did he battled came out in the second half and ran hard and didn't pout and you know got himself on pace for a thousand yards because if you look at the numbers he put up today, you do that every game uh, this year. You're you're going to be over a thousand yards. He had 95 yards on 16 carries, 5.9 per carry. So, and when you and you take that up, part of that is because he had a one yard touchdown run. So, you know, 94 yards on 15 carries is, you know, more indicative of what he did when he wasn't, uh, when he wasn't rushing it in from one yard, you know, and that's a, you know, that gets him over to six yards of carry. I mean, he's right where he was last year. He picked up, he's picking up where he left off last year. Yeah. Now you just got to hope that like last year, when he got taken out for a while because he fumbled, that he does what he did last year, which is he never fumbled the ball again after he got benched in UNLV. He's a, he's he's a scary guy, time. man. He's a scary he guy. Is. He would yep. be a business decision for me as a yep. linebacker. 100%. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Bright Irish boy said, uh, did we have a negative play uh, from scrimmage? They had two negative plays in the second half. They had a minus one to Darren Price, and then the like last play of the game, the minus two to Chris Tyree, muffed the handoff on the jet sweep and uh, and didn't uh, – that was a minus, but other than that, there's a couple zeros, but there weren't a whole, there weren't many negatives in this game, guys. There weren't. Joseph Conady, I just wanted to say I really liked what I've seen today. Great House could be the surprise star of this year. Tempered excitement for the for, for that previous statement. Yeah, I mean, look, he did really well today. He did, but this is what I love about this unit is Ryan. We've talked about this before. There may be a chance that nobody has great numbers at, at receiver this year because they spread the ball around so much. But look, somebody's going to have a hundred yard game in a week or two, and then somebody else is yeah. going to have a big game. I mean, that's what that's what make I think could make this. We we talked about this. There's two ways to have a great pass game. One is to have that dude, that big time dude. The other one is just have a bunch of guys that are good football players. So hey, if if Tobias is having a big game, these three, four guys can pick it up. If Jaden Thomas is having a big game, then Tobias, Tyree, and Greathouse can pick him up, and Dion can pick him up. If Tyree's having an off game, you got Greathouse you can rely on. If Greathouse is having a bad game, you got, you know, that that's where you want to be, guys. Where if you take Will Fuller out of the game in 2015, that offense was not throwing the ball that much, uh, nearly right, as sure. effectively. You just that was the reality of it. And this team is it's a little bit harder to do that based on what we saw today. Now we got to see if they can go out and continue that week after week. Uh, trash. Okay. Thank you for that, for the super chat. Great win. Here's to another great year. Thank you for all you do for a 27 turning 828 on the 31st ND fan. Well, happy early birthday. So Notre Dame gets to go uh, one and oh, give you a nice little 42 to three beat down birthday present for you. And then I think a couple days after your birthday, they're going to have another blowout victory. I have a feeling next week against uh, Tennessee State. We're going to learn something about this football team next week, guys. We are. We're going to – look, Vince, they're going to win next week's game convincingly. The question is, is are they going to win it convincingly because they're just way more talented than Tennessee State or because they actually play well and they're way more talented than Tennessee State? I mean, the big question is, is Steve Angeli ever going to throw an incompletion? We'll find out next week. (laughs) (laughs) Got that one-on-one for two yards, baby. All right. Tyler Evans. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was funny. I, I, I'm not even going to get into that today. I'll tell you guys after the show. <laughs> All Tyler right. Evans with a super chat. Thank you, Tyler. I loved when Navy was in the red zone. Notre Dame refused to let them punch it in into the end zone. I, I actually did like – I love that. I love that they yeah. forced them to – it's like a kind of took a bit of a punk's way out. Uh, you guys are kicking a field goal down 42 to nothing. Really? Go for really? it. Really? Ken Matalolo's not kicking a field goal there, fellas. <laughs> He's going yeah. for six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, that, and, and then, yeah, they were calling like timeouts, and it's like, guys, come on, what, what are we doing here, fellas? No, I love that. I love that they didn't let them put it in the end zone because, guys, it's Navy, right? But to me, that meant something because what was the one thing that, that, that was just the defense last year was just a, well, it wasn't one thing, the disruptions, right? The things, that, and then what did that lead to? It led to them being terrible in the red zone. They were a terrible red zone team last yeah. season. Yep. Well, and they were literally the worst team in college football last year, fellas, when it came to red zone defense, touchdown defense. They literally ranked last in college football last year in opponent red zone uh, conversion rate for touchdowns. They were 129th out of, or excuse me, they were 130th out of 131 teams in total red zone. 
They only forced two red zone stops all year last year. Good. They ranked 131st in red zone tu- in, in red zone uh, touchdown rate. They gave up touchdowns on 27 of 34 possessions last year in the red zone. Today, Navy went one of two in the red zone, zero of two for touchdowns. That's a win. I mean, that, that, that's a that, huge that, win. That tells me that's a mindset thing. Hey, they're working on. Hey yeah. guys, this we got to be better here. We got to have a plan here. We got to have some pride here. And they were able to make stops. It was, I loved it. Loved it. John Banco with a super chat. What did you see today that especially gives hope against Ohio State? Honestly, John, for me, I'm not worried about that right now because of what there's. I'll say this is what gave me hope. I nothing defensively gives me hope against Ohio State because it's just such a different animal. I mean, you really can't compare it. But offensively, I'll say this. The fact that the offensive line played as well as it did and they showed a willingness to spread the ball around and are things that gave me a lot of optimism that this offense can play at an elite level, which is what would then give me optimism to be able to go beat Ohio State. That sure. that would it. But defensively, guys, there's nothing that I saw today that translates beyond this week besides just the toughness and the attitude and all that and you know, we still got to see that they can 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 execute against a normal offense. I, you know, I love the foundation from that regard, but schematically, play wise, I mean, I got to see what they do against a real offense. But Fair yeah, on. so so big picture, just the toughness, the flying around, that all that that's great. Offensively, those are the things that I saw. But again, Navy's not Ohio State. Sure, right. I mean, Ohio State's going to be aggressive as well, but they're going to have guys that are 20, 30 pounds bigger, or two, three inches taller, and a lot faster. You know, so it's a different animal. But it's a great start. It's a great building block to getting that point. You guys have anything else that you'd uh... – No, just the ability to be balanced offense, I think, will be big for Notre Dame yeah. in bigger games like that. You know, I feel, again, that predictability – offensively in 2022 was at much too high of a level. I think that with Sam Hartman, with the passing game seemingly trending in the way it's going, the run game being already what you knew it was, I think that that unpredictability is going to, ha- is going to really, it's going to really pay off for Notre Dame in those big games. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just comfortability offensively, you know, new quarterback, new, uh, you know, no Michael Mayer, new coordinate, like all of those different things. I saw some comfort there. I saw some, you know, some things that they can build on, things like that. So if that, you know, it doesn't especially give me hope, but it's definitely a positive moving in the right direction. No. Got a super sticker down here from Mark Shoot, Mike Shoot. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that very, very much. Uh, one of the, I, I just, this name just makes me laugh, guys. Laura Dern's Jurassic Park shorts. Wow. It's very <laughs> okay, specific. Then. Uh, J.D. Bertrand for Heisman. <laughs> Thank you very much for the super chat. Uh, appreciate that very, very much. Uh, had another one from Laura Dern's Jurassic Park shorts. Some years you have the cereal and the milk. Do we have the spoon this year? I mean, I kind of get that, right? Like, I, I've never heard that analogy before, but I kind of like it. I mean, you've yeah. got to have that thing that brings it all together. If you have cereal and no milk, it's kind of like one of my favorite scenes, right, Vince, from Friday is what's the, the keys to having a great cereal? you got to have a bowl. you got to have cereal. you got to have milk. you have a spoon. And the scene from Friday where you know he pours that big old box of cereal in the in the big old thing, and he's like, you know, he's getting ready to pump t- pump it out, and his dad's like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "We ain't got no milk. You put put some water on that thing." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you need all those ingredients. The point is, you need all those ingredients, right? Right? It's like 
you know, if I'm making bread and I don't have all the ingredients, then it's not going to be very good bread. Right. Uh, you know, and, and so, yeah, I mean, could Sam be that, that thing that brings it all together? Sure. Hope so. Yeah. Sure. Hope so. Uh, Charlie Weiss last belt loop. Sam got it from the kind of the King of Dublin who is Connor McGregor. Okay. Corey D with a super chat. Thank you, Corey. Uh, Sam Hartman makes this the best in their name team since 1993. We know QB play is hugely important and we have it. Like I love the people are this. I mean, I love the optimism, but again, Man. I want to, I just want to see it yep. against a little better opponent. I mean, you know, th- look, I am not someone who's going to say, guys, let's not be excited. It was Navy, but I will say enjoy this victory. But this is, this victory means that they were dominant over Navy. It doesn't mean that they're going to dominate the Everybody next else. 13 games on the way to a national championship. Is it a great start? Yeah, it's a great start. But now yeah. you've got to build on it. Because if this is if this is who they are all year, they're right. going to be pretty good. But it may not be good enough to beat everybody because there's still areas that you've got to do better. Hey, look, if you leave two guys free down the field against Caleb Williams or whoever Ohio State's quarterback is or Cade Klubnik or some of the – you know, Brennan Armstrong or guys like that, you're going to give up touchdowns. Right. So there's still a lot to build on, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't a great performance. Like we can we can enjoy that. And I'm not going to tamp people's excitement down. I want people to be that excited, but it just it's a building block and it's a very impressive building block. Yep. William Chesney, do you guys think this is a top five running back room in the country? Do you think they are without Sam Hartman? Do you think they are without Sam Hartman? No way teams can stack the box going forward against their name. Ryan, you and I talked about this during the summer, I believe. Uh, it's a top five running back room talent wise. They just had to prove it. And I don't know that running on Navy alone does that, but I think it was a great first sign. I mean, the Jadarian Price's first t- career touch goes two guys today's first career touch, first career touches resulted in touchdowns today. Jaden Greathouse's first career t- touch was a touchdown, 35 yards. Jadarian Price's first career touch was a touchdown. Uh, first carry was a touchdown as well. But I mean, the, the the talent is there, Ryan. You can bench a guy like Audric Estime for a half because he fumbles the ball, and you don't miss a beat against the number three rush defense in the country from last year. Yeah, yeah. I'd say they showed today that they have a chance to be that group. They just got to do it week after week. Right. There's not a lot I mean, of there's not a lot of groups that are five deep like this. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, because like the preseason top five lists are always funny because it's like. It's, it's only what we know at the moment, right, from a production perspective. But, I mean, I was the same way in the preseason that I am now. There's not top – there's not – I don't think there's five running back rooms in college football that I would trade from just the depth and talent-wise to what Notre Dame has. I just don't think there is. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. Now they just got to build on it. And then our last super chat here from Connor Grant. My girlfriend is only a Notre Dame fan because of Marcus Freeman. Anyways, go Irish. Thanks, IP. Connor, I do not think that you're alone. The guy's my, a freaking my wife, model. My, my <laughs> wife is also a very big fan of Marcus Freeman, Connor. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, my, my dad made a comment. He goes, he goes, I think that guy lifts more weights than the players. Because <laughs> we were talking Dude, during the game. I was like, not wrong. I mean, not wrong. there's not much you can put on him with a UA sticker that doesn't look freaking good you know what i mean like it's 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 funny to me how like notre dame fans are like oh man i want that and that is so cool it's like you ain't gonna look like marcus freeman but you can go ahead and buy it that's yeah. cool well, i will <laughs> say this though, that's the hoodies are a little bit are you know, no, that, that's why i like the hoodies because those yeah. yeah a little bit more yeah Vince, i don't know if you've seen uh how i met your mother but there's a scene where oh, yeah. Barney stinson can't take a bad picture, and I feel like that's Marcus Freeman. Like, <laughs> that's pretty, no, uh, hey guys, my wife does photography for Notre Dame. I can send you a few. 
uh, that uh, is Marcus Freeman taking a bad picture. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it exists. I don't it believe exists. it. It doesn't exist. It exists. I don't believe um, it. <laughs> my favorite picture, actually, and I sent this actually to Coach last summer. There's a picture of um, his little son, Vince, the one with all the hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, came up and like jumped into his arms right before a game. And my wife like has that picture of like right before he's like nice. he's, like, coming down. So that was a pretty cool one. But yeah, nice. he, he's taking some bad pictures. We all take bad pictures. Right. But he's got one good looking family. I mean, there's yeah. just no two ways about yeah. it. His son's starting for uh pen, correct? He's the only sophomore starting on an all senior defense. There you go. So, and the boy hits like a Mack truck. Yep. Well, like father, like son. That's <laughs> for sure. um, strong safety. Yeah. Alex Ward with Super Chat. Thank you, Alex. It says, this might be the first year in a very long time where the best game plan versus the offense isn't to stack the box. Let's uh, think about that for a second. Huge. And I think you saw that, Alex, to Alex's point, guys. I think we saw yep. that today. Navy tried to load the box early, and Notre Dame was able to, to – this is why you don't just run duo and inside zone at people. You've got to kind of mix right. it up a little bit. You know, they ran some – I think it wasn't like their second run of the game. Might have been their first run of the game was actually a count. Yeah, the first run of the game was a counter. <laughs> they ran counter. And and um, went for ten yards. It's just it's a it's a throw up. I mean, it's a throw them off. And then the next play, you throw the football, and then you come back to inside zone at them. Yeah. You know, you just kept they kept them off balance the whole game, guys. But to your point, if you want to sit there and load the box all game, go for it. You've got a quarterback and receivers that can make you pay for it. Right. I, I think that's what threw Navy's defense off so early was like you got. I think the first couple runs were counters, right, or some type of. It was definitely no, they, they went back to more inside zone after that, but like the, the they ran counter on the first play run, then they threw they they went to eleven personnel and, and spread it out and threw it on the next play on yeah. the, the outcut to Jaden Greathouse. And then then they ran a bubble a couple plays later. I mean, so they were then they ran the slide screen later. I mean, so they they mixed it up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, first play was a counter play and they went they went right at them. And they were just they were running zone and duo out of different looks, and they were yeah. more inside zone, I thought, than they were duo today. Uh, at least that's what I could tell. We'll go back in and break it all down later just to be more sure. But, you know, that's kind of what I saw today was more inside zone the duo. And when then they ran duo, it was even more impactful because right. it just gave the team – gave them a different look. Yeah, and they if, bounced if, it. If I'm Navy's defensive coaches, like I'm watching the film from last year and I'm just expecting duo and maybe some inside zone spread in, and then all of a sudden you run counter first play, I'm like, oh, snap, son. <laughs> this isn't great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, snap, son. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was an impressive. It, that part of it was impressive. I think Alex nailed that one absolutely. We have another super chat just popped up from Bayside Tiger, and he's now got uh, AC Slater in his avatar, which is hilarious. He's number six, baby. Yeah, the, the, my wife is laughing about my comment about some bad Marcus Freeman pictures. So, uh, <laughs> but Bayside Tiger says, uh, "Thank you for the super chat." This says the game plan seemed to strike a nice balance of using multiple looks, but not getting too caught up in and. In, in, Getting the perfect call, only one delay, no scan. Yeah. Uh, when did they get a delay game? Did they, did they get a delay, delay game? They, they, they had to call a timeout with like one second. Like yeah. Delay. That was oh, that was yeah. second half. Or yeah. no, it was uh, – was that late in the first quarter when they were in that two-minute offense? When, when, I know what I, you're I talking about, what it was. Ryan. I just remember it was – Slater in the game. ran up to the line with like three seconds left, yeah. and they were like, oh, we got to call a timeout. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they – they because, well, that's the – guys, that's the benefit of the RPO game, though. Right, yep. is you don't need to get the perfect play call. Yep. You know, get the get the play called and 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 see what they're doing. And if they are taking something away, you've got something else. But also, I think they are. I, I, there's enough trust in Sam Hartman to say, hey, you don't need to get the call from us. You know what to check into if they're going to do this. 
you're not asking Drew Pine to do that, nor should you have asked Drew Pine to do that right. last year. He was a first-year starter. I mean, you should have asked Tyler Buckner to do that this year, last year. That, that's part of it, too. We have to be. We have to think about that. This is a sixth-year senior that's in his third year as a captain. right? He's going to have more experience and knowledge of the game that allows him to say, hey, I don't need to look over to you to get the call. I know when they line up like this and we're running duo into that, we need to check to inside zone away. Right. I mean – I know and that free- or we need to check to a screen or a check to a, a you know something like that. On top of having the RPOs, Vince, it takes a lot of that need to get the perfect call away. Right. Freeman from- said that in the post game interview. I don't know if you heard mm-hmm. it or not, but he, he was basically said, you know, Sam Hartman. He was he was moving um, protections. He was getting us in the right play. Like that's the sixth year senior stuff that you're talking about. I'm 100. percent I mean that's that's where he's different. That's why this position is where it's at now with this team. That's why we were so excited about it. They they were running the scan offense because they didn't have a quarterback that could do that before. Now they do. They don't have to run the scan offense. Not that they were ever going to do it, but they don't have to. It's not necessary. Right. Oh, and, they, and they did. I mean, there's times he's looking over the sidelines. I mean, sure. and, and that's okay. There's always going to be time and place for that. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't talk about this earlier, but I, I just – I love the fact that in the first game of the year – Notre Dame got into a two-minute situation where they were deep in their own yeah. territory and only had like, like a minute 20. How much time was left on that last drive? Let me go find it here. I, I think that it was like drive, a minute 50 or something. That drive started with a minute 55. Yeah. They were at their own 20, and they went down and, and scored a touchdown. I thought that was – Yep. And that was a great route by Jaden Thomas, by the way. The corner post. He stemmed that. It's amazing what good route running can do. Because in the mm-hmm. past, what we would have seen is a quick top top stick, go to the post, and the DB would have beat him to the spot. But that lean at the top to the corner and then snapping it to the post, that was a great route, really good route. And then Sam Hartman just threw a, an absolute dime on that particular play. But yeah. uh, I was in, I was impressed by that whole – I mean, they it, it just and, – and this isn't just Sam Hartman. I'm sorry. I don't care how veteran Sam Hartman is. When you get into that two-minute situation in game one, if you're not prepared as a team, I don't care who your quarterback is, there's going to be a lot of mistakes, right? There's going to be a lot of, oh, I wasn't lined up correctly, false start, you know, or or we're running too much time, or guys weren't getting lined up quickly, so we had to use more clock than we thought we should have, so we had to burn timeouts. We, You know, we we didn't see that, guys. Just as an entire unit, they just looked, we got this, minute 55, plenty of time. You know, to go 80 yards with two timeouts. You know what I mean? And I just thought the poise on that drive, even like something little, you know, where like he throws that little check down to Devin Ford. Now, sometimes a running back's going to like turn around and like try to make people miss. And Devin kind of basically just like fell past the first down marker because he's like, look, I just got to get to the sticks. It's a savvy play from a fifth year senior transfer, you know, where that saved them time because under two minutes, clock still stops on a first down. You know, so I know the new rule is like the clock keeps running on the first down, but not under two minutes. It's like the right. NFL. So like even little things like that, Vince, where you just you just saw this team just play really smooth, poised football, whether it was a six year senior or a freshman. And you just man, you just like, OK, this team was prepared for this game, fellas. Yeah. That's a great sign from a coaching standpoint is this team was just ready for whatever Navy threw at them, whatever Navy or the circumstances of the game threw at them. They just never flinched. This is a great phrase Coach Holt used to use all the time. Just don't flinch. They never flinched this game, ever. Face the third and 10 on the first drive, not in scoring zone, no problem. 
we got this. Third and 12, three plays later, still not in field goal range. We got this. No problem. You know, it just it, it didn't matter what happened, guys. They just went down the field and just did what they needed to do on both phases of the game. I will say this. I want to see the, you know, special teams. You know, let's, let's get that figured out here, fellas. You know, a couple, couple not great returns and missing the field goal. But um, I don't. we didn't see them punt today. So, no. unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to see uh, Bryce McPherson today. But yeah, um, he's got a free trip to Ireland. It's all good. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> I, I I don't wouldn't mind not seeing him for a couple weeks. <laughs> right. But, uh, exactly. He's the one guy on your team that you're like never happy to see. It's like no offense to you, buddy. It's just the circumstances. Yeah. Buddy. Sure. You do a great him. job, but that's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Charlie Weiss's last belt. Loopy said Connor was tweeting good things about Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I, somebody had said that to me that he was tweeting about how because I guess he has like a pub or something in town and a okay. bunch of Notre Dame fans. I don't know. So he made a lot of money off. I mean, as much money as he probably made off Notre Dame fans this week, I would imagine he was uh, he was saying good things about Notre Dame fans. So, all right, guys. Well, that's it for this game. Vince, you and I will be back tomorrow at 8 o'clock p.m. for the Upon Further Review. And then, of course, Ryan, you'll be back on Monday for a, a uh, recruiting hour. And then, of course, we'll get into Tuesday. We'll get into some Tennessee State prep for Tuesday. And we've got some fun next week, guys. But Notre Dame is 1-0. The 13th-ranked Fighting Irish get the season kicked off with a 42-3 win over Navy. Last time Notre Dame beat Navy this bad, guys, was 2012. In a game in Dublin, Ireland, they won by 40. Today they won by 39. So I'm just saying, just, you know, just totally just saying. Doesn't it's a great mean year until the end, all right? Yep. <laughs> So, yep. <laughs> so rewrite that script a little bit. Yeah, I, I have seen, I, you know, I think people have seen JD Bertrand's girlfriend. So we're all good. We don't have to worry about all that. So we're all, we're all good to go. Remember, that's kind of what happened in the last oh, game of the year. That's right. All that. Yeah. So it was amazing. Uh, anyway, we're not going to end the show on that, guys. We're not going to show on that. Notre Dame is one and oh, okay, uh, I get 42 it. to three victory, complete dominance over Navy, outgained Navy by almost 300 yards of offense. Uh, excellent, excellent performance. And, uh, We'll be back at it. So Vince and I are going to dive into the film and have some fun on this one. But we'll see you all again tomorrow night. Make sure you hit that like button, folks. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Sign up for the message board at boardsonhourspeak.com. And uh, we actually are going to have a new function. A lot of people have asked if they can donate. We're going to have a new function going up on the store about that soon uh, where you can donate money to Irish Breakdown. And if you donate certain amounts of money, you get some cool stuff to go with it. So you can check that out here. That'll be up probably tomorrow. Anyway, for Vince and Ryan, I'm Brian. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. Thanks for being with us, and we'll talk to you again very soon on the Irish Breakdown Podcast.
Thank you.